afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendricks, a.k.a. Russell Flexbrook. And to my left is my wonderful co-host, as always. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. Toximus Prime. <laughs> I don't like you already. I don't like AKA you. A.k.a. Scheming A. Smith, a.k.a. your favorite, favorite bald-headed badass. You cut your hair again, friend? No. Oh. We're getting there. I'm growing it out. Okay. I'm really in like my whole I am not my hair phase right now. We'll touch on later. Oh, Indiari. You know, but most of all, most importantly, that little baby who just won't listen. <laughs> I guess. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> How was your weekend, friend? It was real simple and plain. Um Okay. Um, I didn't go out Friday. I didn't either. Um and I went out Saturday because of my friend's birthday. I get tired of birthdays. And honestly, birthday season for us starts in March. So it's, it starts for y'all in March. You know, this, this the birthday season for me is damn near year round. <laughs> birthday season for me, like heavy, like mandatory birthdays I cannot miss starts in March for me. So as for our friend group, it starts with D Wade. I only go to the birthday shits I'm invited to, and this I, this one I was, and this, and this one I was invited to, so I was like, yeah, like Period. you you made sure to hit me like, hey, come out, like had- your birthday this year wasn't everybody's fault, so if you didn't get invited to Calvin's birthday, it's because I didn't know to invite you, so my bad. <laughs> Like, I think some niggas hit me like, like, damn, bro, I didn't know you was having a surprise. Like, nigga, neither did I. Wait, first of all, that is wild. I, I didn't know you were having a surprise party, nigga. Neither did I. Cuss Alex out. Direct this energy towards my friends who playing this shit. So I was like, nigga, I ain't know either. I didn't know either, bro. Like, I walked in thinking I was getting ready to like swing a fade, and I didn't. Like, um, so yeah, he, you know, made uh, shout out to Christian. He hit me, hit my line, was like, you know, I want you to come out. You know, it was uh, football. It was the sports. Oh. Um, so I didn't want to be there. And, and, and he's a big 49ers fan, and it, his birthday kind of coincided with that game. So he had, okay. like a little, he had a watch party at scene. When's the last time you've been to scene? Uh, I, had, I think I popped in one time for like a happy hour situation, but that was during the summer. My point exactly. And so, you know what I'm saying? He had some food catered and everything. It was good. Oh, wait, you can do that at scene? Yeah. They let you do that? At least during the happy hour, a little, it was like four to like eight ish. Huh. So yeah. Huh. That might be a good idea. Tuck that. You gonna tuck that? Tuck that. All right. Tuck that. So you know, and then after that, um, it was um DJ Magnificent's birthday as well. Oh yeah. Um, so shout out to him. That kind of just ran into the night. Him and his wife have such a beautiful family. Like they have just a great dynamic and such a beautiful family. So shout out to them. Um. So yeah, that whole thing. So and then I ain't gone Sunday. I. Here's how, so I've been going out a lot this year because I've been trying to chill, mind my business, drink more water, all of that. Why does, so I, I'll let people know that, why did everyone, like, shame me? <laughs> like, so, even people that you thought would be happy I stayed my black ass in the house was like, are you Because okay? we're mixy friends. I have to accept the fact that, like, I'm a mixy ass nigga. And for what's crazy is that if I didn't post on IG this weekend, then motherfuckers have thought I was dead. I just didn't, like, for the past couple weekends, I've been tucked. So, like, unless, like, what? Because yeah, I was stuck last weekend, too. Because I was at the Kappa's thing, but I didn't go out on Friday. And I was stuck, I was stuck last weekend, too. So it was like, and then it was like, 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 beloved me, like, are you okay? Like, where? I thought I was texting Calvin. Where, who is this person that's like responding? I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm like, fam. Like, A lot of it. And then what is crazy is that with what we've got lined up for like just this year alone, I'm exhausted. 
And plus, like, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, I was still getting over, like, a little bit of a cough. Yeah. Like, bro, the cough was sticking around, lo- <laughs> sticking around longer than women do when you say you're not ready for a relationship. But we'll touch, we'll touch on that later. Oh. <laughs> but... Yeah, so I was just chilling. So how was your weekend, friend? You stayed in the house too? I did. So you know what? I had a cool I had a cool little DIY project, right? So everybody knows I've been on my Ari Linux shit. I just got a new apartment. I wa- <laughs> we have been trapping out my apartment since I moved in. <laughs> I'm like, not even gonna put your business out on there, but just know <laughs> some of the stuff that you just got you should have been got, but that ain't none of my business. Listen, internet and Wi Fi. Listen, I, I was like, I will go put your business out I there. I have two. Okay, hear me out, y'all. Number one, moving is fucking expensive. It's just, and there's a lot of like hidden shit that you don't know that you need right now until you need it like right, right now, right? And then the way that we also know that I'm very high maintenance, so I want to make sure that my space is comfortable for my everyday, whatever, whatever. Two things that played a factor into that. A, as much as I want to be home, I still haven't, I'm not home a lot. Like this is the most I've been like home since I moved in. So I'm like, and then both my phones have hotspot capabilities. So I'm like, all right, I use one phone for my smart TV, the other phone for my laptop. And it's been working. And then I realized that I've guessed. <laughs> my kids want to use, like, their fucking shit on the TV. They want to use their iPad. They want to use right. their phones. I have fucking, like, <laughs> I have a whole TV in my living room I wasn't using because it doesn't, it wasn't hooked up to shit. So I'm like, all right. So on Saturday, I buckled down. I got Wi-Fi and cable. So I was like, fuck it. It was crazy is that my dad was like, once my dad found out that I didn't have Wi-Fi in my house, he was like, bro, for the first year, I will pay for half of this shit. Go put some fucking internet in your house. Mind you, my dad's 77. So you got a 77-year-old telling me how much I need internet. <laughs> like, we are living in a really wild time. I oh, know. Listen, the Matrix is broken. But, like, no, nah, like, you, you hit me, and I was like, you hit me, and I'm like, Alex. <laughs> Alex. I want to come over, friend, but you don't have Wi-Fi. I want to watch the game, friend. How I'm going to do that? <laughs> because, like, y'all, you already don't give a fuck about the sports. Now, you telling me you ain't got the Wi-Fi, so I got to use data? to, to, to You to, want to, me to use my own fucking... Jade actually came over today um, for lunch at my house. I worked from home. I worked from home. Um, I took a mental health day, and we'll get there. But Jade came over, and she was like, bitch, did you finally get Wi-Fi? I was like, yeah, Chateau Ho. It's so fitting. It was crazy. It's actually been quite wholesome. My house, aside from like y'all coming over, or whatever, my house has been pretty quiet. It's been pretty wholesome. Uh, well, so you're saying we're not wholesome? Is that what? That's not, no. Okay. I didn't say that. I All said right. outside right. of like my friend group, like my personal friend group coming. Jade comes over like once a week at this point, and then you guys are coming over this weekend. I mean, on Friday because we have to celebrate D Way. D Way got a big boy job. Um, you know, shout out to shout out to D Way. Shout out to um to the grind grinding. Um, to get what you want. So shout out to him for that. Great. So we're going to do a champagne toast for D-Wade at my house on Friday. And then we'll get to church announcement. But cabin season is this weekend. I'm pretty geeked. I'm pretty fucking excited. And what's crazy is like, this is my fourth cabin season. But I feel like this one is going to be like the one. We helping plan the shit. <laughs> of course. It it's going to be like five, five. Anything I put my name on, nigga. Oh, talk your shit, King. <laughs> you think I'm going to put my name on this shit? This shit not going to be fire? Come nah, on, I ain't say all that. But no, uh-huh. this weekend, this past weekend, I actually put together. I, all right. So I'm in Target. And I was just supposed to be going to go get candles and bubble baths. Stupid. That's it. I don't know why I went to Target for that shit. But honestly, where else was I going? Where else was I going to go? Walmart. <laughs> Absolutely not. I go to Walmart if, like, I really don't care. 
Niggas, go, niggas be looking drugged out in Walmart. I ain't gonna hold no, you. No, y'all be doing some dumb ass shit. Like, did you see Shorty on the internet who was like taking a water, like, I guess, lotion to the face as if she was getting like. Getting, getting, getting splashed on? Getting a rim shot. <laughs> did you this see is, this shit? This, listen. This is why my kids were only no target. But this is also why <laughs> y'all will never know peace. Because <laughs> we have these type of people holding us back from the greater good that we could become. We, far, we stray farther and farther away from the Christ, blood of Christ every day. So um, but no. there for candles and bubble bath shit. And then shit. I found the end tables that match my bedroom set. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to buy it. So I called my mom. My mom was supposed to give me a housewarming present anyway. So I said, Mom, if I buy these end tables, will you just give me my money back? She's like, that's some spoiled ass shit, but okay. <laughs> so she agreed. She obliged. I got to my two end tables. The problem here is that I had to put them together. <laughs> and I'm not the most handiest, dandiest of bitches. So... I started it. Like, I got the loose. Oh, as a matter of fact, I have to return Torian's tool set. <laughs> Thank you, Torian. <laughs> it's still at my house. It is safe. He's like, why? How come you don't have a hammer? I said, Torian, I have nails. Like, long-ass claws. Me, hammer claws doesn't really... That's a one-way trip to the ER. Yeah. And, like, and, and let's be honest. Do we really want to trust our good friend with anything that could be used as a weapon? No. That's why I don't have a knife set yet. But um, as a matter of fact, the Amazon wish list is coming out. <laughs> My housewarming is going to be in March. <laughs> the Amazon wish list will be, it'll be stacked. And honestly, because Jade asked me, she's like, well, what do you want for here? And I was like, you just give me a gift card. She's like, bitch, it's tacky. And she's right, but I don't necessarily know what I want. Unless my entire friend group wants to go in on an area rug, we could do that. Goddamn rugs are expensive. The area rug I want for my bedroom is three is three hundred dollars. I'm gonna go get that bitch and I'm gonna cry about it. But the area rug that I want, the, and people wonder why I'm so persnickety about my fucking house because my shit in there is fucking expensive. It's fucking expensive. Persnickety is a funny word. <laughs> it is a funny. funny and maybe word. the individual item isn't necessarily expensive, but collectively. All that shit's expensive. And to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck if I spent two stacks on it or $2 on it. It's my shit. Respect my shit. Like, my end tables, I'm not going to hold you. My end tables were only $50 a piece. But I know my mama, she's not spending racks on me in my apartment. She's not going to do that. Mind you, I helped her move into hers. You did. We talked about that. You know what I'm saying? So, no, she's not going to be like, oh, yeah, here, cash out. No, she's not doing that. Kendra is going to send me. She said, hey, you have a $100 budget. <laughs> figure it out figure it out so this is what i used <laughs> <laughs> so problem is that i had to put it together so shout out to my good friend aaron he was like i was actually on call for work um i had to be up anyway we'll touch on that later um i had to be up anyway he was like oh i'll just let me come help you i'm like no you can supervise you can watch me do this if you don't tuck your pride in, nigga. Two glasses of wine later, that nigga ended up putting that shit together. Right. Like, I want to do it myself. No, okay. I did. Oh, oh, Brenda the Builder head ass nigga. Come I am on. now a master carpenter. No, you're not. That's, I no. will add that to my resume. You are a master liar, <laughs> <laughs> a falsehood teller. The fuck? That's what the fuck I wanted. Anyway, friend, you ready to put this weekend right? Yeah, we got some bullshit going on. What's up? All right. Uh, let's start with this guy who actually hit the half court shot for a couple okay. racks, couple right. bands. T- t- 
timestamp this because apparently uh, multiple of my of our women audience have told me to timestamp. Okay, this so we're gonna we're going to timestamp this for what is it? <laughs> like like eleven minutes in. <laughs> okay, and then we're gonna get the sports out the way, and then you guys can fast forward. <laughs> I, fucking hate, I y'all. hate y'all, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You was one of them. I don't like the sports, but I have to talk about it. Um. So so the guy hit the half court shot for the New York Knicks, right? Okay. So. Hitting a half-court shot as a professional is mad hard. Hitting a half-court shot as a civilian is similar to, like... Civilian. As a normal athlete. (laughs) Okay, similar to, like, a normal person, like, coming in and, like, killing a dance routine like that. Okay. Oh, fuck. Excuse me? Got it. So, it's like hitting the lottery already because the chances are very slim. So, the New York Knicks, instead of giving this man money um, for hitting a half-court shot... They gave him a thousand dollars in lottery scratch offs instead. <laughs> so this nigga did something that's almost as impossible as hitting the lottery. Only the fact he had to play the lottery again <laughs> to get money. So they gave him a thousand dollars worth of scratch offs. <laughs> These scratch offs were like five dollar scratch offs, I think, I wanna say. So they gave him two hundred five dollar scratch offs. This nigga when he went through scratching off all of them scratch offs, only came out with five hundred dollars. <laughs> mind oh. you, in, in comparison, other um like the Lakers, if the Lakers, if someone hits a half court shot for the Lakers, they get a hundred racks. Someone, if someone hits it for the Miami Heat, they get like fifty. The New York Knicks gave you, gave this nigga a thousand dollars and well, it is the up. Knicks. I don't know what you expected. So I just that's it, the, the sports segment's relatively small today. I just wanted to let y'all know how foul um, that is. Not really. I wanted to shout out the WNBA. Okay, they yeah. were actually able to um, unionize and to put it in simpler terms, the terms that I understand. So they have a seat. No, they already were unionized. Okay, so now they, they have a seat at the table. And so they were able to. Um, they got a paid maternity. They were able to negotiate better contracts. They got maternity leave. The top women players were able to triple their salary. Um, yeah, everyone's getting around every, hundred thousand. The, the not to say lower tier players, um, they were also getting salary increases. Yes, based everyone got a salary. Experience. Every everyone got a salary um, increase. They, every the women had to negotiate for their own hotel rooms, better travel arrangements, like the things that you would think are basic for male players. Women players are now getting the equivalency to. And I think about that a lot because I'm like, could you imagine LeBron James sharing a fucking a hotel room in any door at any point in his career? No. And, and so but here's here's the imagine, complication. And I wonder and it, it kind of again, it exposes the, the, the maybe unintentional sexism of the system that these women are playing for. Cause I'm like, paid maternity leave. As a female athlete, what does that look like? So you know things. what I mean? Couple things, because I actually, you know, try to pay attention to everything. So, but the the complication of it is, is like a lot of these things are revenue based. Yes. Um and and because the WNBA is like a wholly owned subsidiary of the NBA, so they're not they're not their own league. The NBA owns them. So, facts are facts, right? The WNBA loses money every year, like millions of dollars because the amount of money that you have to put in to make a whole professional league works work and all of that versus the advertising revenue and the revenue that comes in from people from people watching the games aren't matching so the 
the WNBA as a whole lose they lost like 10 to 15 million dollars last year alone so you couple that fact in right with the we also understand that like the inherent like sexism of like that's very prevalent in like sports right so it's like what is sexist and what is like look and we just ain't got it in the, the dollars budget. aren't making sense and so that's so that's that's, that's always a conversation but a lot it's of like, it sounds like i mean I, mm, again, I don't know enough about like, the sports, like but I do know enough about being a woman and wanting to be treated fairly for the same job, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'm not going to get off on the tangent. That's so, not where I wanted to go with this. Okay. But I did want to say congratulations, ladies. Like, y'all know that I champion that kind of shit. Like, right. it's and it's it, always going to be on my on my radar. The paid maternity leave is and the, like, the hotel arrangements, I think, are the main thing that is extra important besides the salary. So so a lot of these players, a lot of the top players, because they weren't making enough in the WNBA, had to then go play overseas after yeah. their season was up. And they were getting paid more, but again, you're putting your body at injury, injury risk, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, and then, you know, pay and be pay more eternally. Like, if somebody... If, if, Imagine being a professional athlete and also needing a second job. You know, but you also because like if you get pregnant like and this is not my word this is it's classified as like a season ending injury because it's like I mean you can't play the entire year you know so and the season for the WNBA is already like it's like two to three months so it's like if you get pregnant like Skylar Diggins uh, right one of the most famous basketball players in the world like she got pregnant and like missed the entire year because of pregnancy so, and 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 technically. Because of antiquated way we kind of write certain things, it's classified as a, as, a, as a season-ending injury. Because I mean, something happened to your body that is preventing you from playing this game for the entire season. Like we we talk about like the intricacies. Obviously, she didn't tear her ACL like she got pregnant. She chose the, that decision with her husband, but that, that's how they had to classify it before this. So adding the paid maternity leave, where it's like, hey. We talk, we talk about Allison Felix. Right. Hey, this is not an injury. This is not me tearing my ACL, therefore I'm missing incentives. This is me choosing to start a family with my partner or even by myself or whatever. You don't want to assume everyone. Right. I want to start a family. I want to start a right. family. So that's why that thing is very, that's, that's the one thing I'm like, yeah, I, like, I didn't even know that that wasn't a thing until like it got added. You feel me? I was like, yeah. oh shit. So. But see, what's yeah, crazy ladies, is that I think about it on a smaller scale, right? Because there was a company I got approached to work for, and I started going over my benefits package. Because in the next ten years, I plan on having another child. In this decade, I will be, I will have another child. So not the early decade, God, because you like to play with me. But <laughs> you better have specificity. <laughs> okay, with that manifestation. Um, but you know, mid decade, next five years, <laughs> something like that. Next five years. Um, I plan on having another baby, but um, I was reading over their package and the maternity leave was maybe 60% of my salary. Mm-hmm. And, a lo- and I'm like, 60% of my salary is not shit. My salary is not shit to begin with. And then and, you want to pay me 60% of that? And just and realizing, okay, and if we're going to take this in a conversation of maternity leave and like I just did my whole benefits package too. Right. I'm not planning on having a kid in the next 12 months, but you know, you check, check these things out and a, tw- a Twitter thread from um, somebody I was following, um, like not every job has okay. e- ma- like even official maternity leave. A lot of people, 
You have to take PTO. And then it's short-term disability. And short-term disability. FMLA, yeah. That's that's pay sixty percent. And so, and then you talk about on the male Which side. I of think th- it's such bullshit. Like, but that's not the tangent I wanted to get. And then you t- then you think about like the male sort of things, right? Like, if I as the parent, if I as a father, want to make sure that I'm there with the mother yeah. during these. Oh, there are a lot of men who do not get paternity leave. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, or or they like a man would get like two weeks versus a woman's twelve weeks. Where Which it's like, is why? Which is where it's like okay, and I'm going to sound every bit of, of a, problematic. I will not marry a man who, if I said I didn't want to go back to work immediately after having a child, I need to be put in a financial position where that's an option for me. Because it's, bru- it's hell. It is hell on the body. It's hell mentally. It's hell for the baby. You know what I mean? A lot of women return back to work. If we, uh, okay, most jobs give you 12 weeks. 12 weeks is a great amount of time. You know what I mean? But think of leaving a 12-week-old child, baby, at this point. You know what I'm saying? There's separation anxiety. The child has gotten used to a certain, you know what I mean? It's daycare, and daycares are fucking filthy. They're expensive trash cans. They are expensive trash cans. And to be honest with you, um, kiddo, when his first year and a half, two years, he was in private daycare. Private daycare did not accept vouchers. I was paying out the ass. I was paying for daycare. I was going to work to pay for daycare, essentially. So, um, and then until she got vouchers, and I was like, God is good all the time because and it took my COVID, my week i was paying for daycare 200 dollars a week a week for daycare by myself and then at 18 that's the whole check that's everything and i didn't make it. i was working at mcdonald's at this time I was like, yeah that's that's the whole check that's the whole check right but there. i didn't trust you know what i'm saying daycare i didn't trust none of that shit and so I, f- I didn't grow up in a daycare system. I grew up in private school, private daycare. That's no. And it was a Dominican woman who kept him. I went to high school with her daughter. House was fucking immaculate. Like, that's just, that's the way we grew up. And I think, so a lot of it is, right, as far as like we talk about this kind of a whole thing about pregnancy, right? Right. And like the, just the anxiety on it on both sides. Cause it's like, yeah, you get 12 weeks. If 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 maternity leave is good, you get twelve weeks. After that twelve weeks, okay, you don't want to go back to work immediately because you're you know you're still very much healing. You from... know, it takes the the a woman's body after giving birth. It takes two years to get it back to, to work. feel like normal, for it to get like to for you to fully recover from being pregnant. Two years. And some of y'all be pregnant for three and a half years, number. I don't back to back pregnancies. I don't know how you do it. But so it's like, okay, we put that in there. And so then it's like, I yeah, I either make work harder to get to promotion to make enough money if if I'm not already there or to make enough make enough money that you don't feel comfortable that you don't have to rush back. Mm-hmm. But the more I work to make that money, the less I'm at home. You know what I mean? And then then you come into like, does she resent me because like I'm not at home as much because I'm out here trying to make sure you don't feel like you need to go back to work. And then if I am at home because I want to make sure that I'm sharing that duty and then like, okay, the bills start racking up, racks on racks on racks. So it's like, okay. And so a lot, so I say all of that to say, you niggas who treat this whole, like, I'm going to shoot the club up and get her pregnant and just say, fuck it. Like that decision is not, it should not be treated lightly. I think we, again, we're going to laugh. Well, one thing black folks going to do is that we're going to get these jokes off. 
Period. But when I think about really what it takes to be, like, I, I, I talk about this all the time. It was a quote that I read actually on Twitter. And it was, women pass through the valley of the shadow of death to bring forth life. And the way it gets treated, the way pregnancy gets treated, labor and delivery gets treated, the way that the entire process gets treated, I think we're very cavalier about that. And we shouldn't be. Like, that's, it's bringing, having, especially as, as a, a black woman, bringing life into this world is life-threatening. And I will never in my entire life give birth or, or bring forth life with a man who did not treat and regard, like, regard me as such. Like, we you, stop having children with people you don't like and you don't see a future with and not not even a future not saying that y'all necessarily got to be together whatever y'all agreement is in bringing forth life honor that shit and so i look at it and i look at some some people like some women and some men like i saw this one woman like basically like list off all the things that she needs in order to you know what i'm saying it was like real like surface level like shit it wasn't about like love and care and like i need him to be there and, like no i need a push present I, and i need like a hundred thousand dollar allowance i'm like like imagine coming into the world as a kid and realize that your mama charged your daddy a, a six-figure fee because she didn't really like your ass and she was just like well if you want me to have this kid nigga like cut cut this check or and then like and then on the other side imagine like you put you know you make you 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 choose to ha- go through this pregnancy right or whatever choices made and then as a father you to see the person that you consider the person that is your baby mother your wife your partner whatever right. the mother of your child the mother of your child and then just be like eh, i'm out it's wild it's whack it's whack as fuck and it's weak bro that's the one thing. Men could be a lot of fucking things. Men could be a lot, and they, men are a lot of fucking things. But you men who get women pregnant for sport and just bounce, like you look, you see her go through that and just bounce. I have, I look at you so funny. And I also, and what's crazy is that these men have multiple women pregnant. You're not the only one, girl. That's why men who like are, are pushing out 10 and 15 kids, like literally, I know men with 10 kids and like eight baby mamas. And I look at you fucking crazy, bro. I look, men who have multiple baby mamas like that, it's irresponsible. I don't give a fuck what your pay grade is. I don't know. I don't care what kind of money you make. That shit is irresponsible. It's just, it's no. And then I look it's at it's a lack of stability and it's a lack of self control. I look at this on the, I, I look at this as well as like, after after a certain point, a dog's not gonna change his spots. A right. cheetah's not gonna change his spots. The dog's right. not gonna change his tricks. Future's so, not gonna change his ways either. So I'm looking at not just future, <laughs> but I'm looking at like Wayne or normal niggas. And you I, listen that you see these niggas, whether they're normal or celebrity, and they have a pattern of like, I'm gonna get you pregnant, I'm gonna leave, or I'm gonna get you pregnant, I'm not take care of the kid. And women continue to mess with these kind of men. I side eyed in women too. And then it's like, and then you come in with this boohoo story, whether you, about how this nigga's not taking care of his responsibilities. You thought he was gonna change this? You thought that man was? You, listen, there's your pussy is fabulous. It's not magical, and that man has got clearly he's no stranger to unprotected sex. I don't know why you set yourself up for that. No, and no. I, and I and and I I can't ev- evoke sympathy for. A self-inflicted mistake. Yeah. 
What's crazy is that me and Kiddo's father have always, our relationship has always, we're solid now. I'll tell you, I, I will say that. We are good now. Like, he FaceTimed me yesterday because he ain't seen me in a minute. Like, that's it. Because a lot of times, like, when he goes to pick up my son, it's literally like, he's running in the house. Like, we don't physically see each other. Or, you know what I mean? Like, we speak, but we don't physically see each other. He's like, I just need to make sure you was okay. Like, I ain't heard nothing on the streets about you, but, you know what I mean? I want to make sure you good. And so he FaceTimed me, and I'm like, he never fucking does that, right? But, uh, my bad. He, how do I say this? Our relationship aside, and the complications of our relationship aside, he's an amazing dad for what he does do. We may argue about method, but when it comes to the children, like, and of course I consider his kids my kids, you know, we do a damn good job, like, as a unit and as a community. Our kids are spoiled fucking rotten, and we hold that shit together. Whatever it is, whatever we got to go through on the back end, our kids never see that. But also, he was responsible enough to know that, listen, I got two women out here with children for me. If I were to have another child, it needs to be with something in a situation more stable than that. And our youngest kid is mine at 11. So, you know what I mean? We're, we're, he identified. that. You know what I'm saying? That and, then made, to... and then made corrections. Thank you. That's it, it was like, hey, damn. like, cause, I'm out here wilding. Because... I, I, in fairness, I don't think no one ever plans on initially having multiple baby moms or baby fathers. Or yeah, whatever. but at the same time, but it's like it happens. Life happens. But once life happens, and once you you can't continue to let life happen to you if you're out here making self inflicted mistakes. I don't want no more kids, and I meant that shit by any means necessary. <laughs> you had to break up with a nigga. You can't date niggas with kids. You had to break up. With a Broke up my baby daddy because I don't date men with kids, bro. You wildin'. What's next? What anyway, next? so shout out to the WNBA. That's where he's getting at. Um, <laughs> that was a long ass touch. <laughs> right. Yo, speaking of tangents, so, and this is my favorite one Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have this, excuse me, Duchess. The, the, the Duke and Duchess of Sus- Sussex. Yes. Have decided to leave the royal family. And I, for one, stand. Listen, Prince Harry sold y'all for a long time. Keep his wife's name out your mouth. Keep his family's name out your mouth. And has gone to bat about it. The so fa- you want to explain what actually leaving the royal family means? Okay. Because just like you don't really give a fuck about the sports, I personally don't give a flying fuck about the royal family. Meaning that, okay, so niggas, they're still related. They're leaving the, the financial and the gov- like the governmental and financial aspect so, of yeah, leaving but, the royal family. They're advocating their positions exactly. and they're giving up the golden parachute. Exactly. Okay. So long story short, they still are, they're going to be bi-coastal and, you know, international. Um, Megan actually has pinned a deal with, the, with Disney to be a voice actress. So we're going to still have a princess, hopefully. And I think she's even do. I think she's just getting paid. Like it's going straight to charity for her. Yeah. All of it is going straight to charity. Um, Man, was like, did you forget I'm on Suits, bitch? Like, right, did you forget that, like, I had my own shit before I met this nigga? Like, that's how he met me type shit. So, um, they said that it was with love. Like, it, it was no malice with the queen, no beef. Oh, but, but everyone else took it, like, beef. <laughs> no, I would have taken that as beef. Apparently, the queen found out the same way we did. And I was like, nigga, you ain't gonna tell your grandma? So, they released the iOS press release on Instagram. And it said it's the Sussex Royal, uh, officially. 
says, after many months of reflection and internal discussion, we have chosen to make a transition this year into stating, uh, starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. It is with your encouragement, particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. Now we plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen and the Commonwealth and our patronages. So, basically, she said, bruh, fuck y'all. And so... Respectfully. And I'm going to take me and my husband. We going to head out. Me and my <laughs> husband and my baby. We going to head out. And I'm not going to hold you, right? Get your bar, bro. I'm here for it. They have done nothing but disrespect and drag banging from the moment that they met, from the moment they got made into conception. They've done nothing but create racist commentary that was untrue they had made liable statements about her and prince harry said listen with the same bullshit the media did to my mom y'all not gonna do to my wife so we gonna head out to the point where and what's crazy is that the warning shot the buckshot was when he had to sue the associated press he's like hey nigga you can't say that you know what i'm saying he's been telling y'all for a while to keep his wife's name out your mouth and to be honest with you the royal family has done very little to protect her so prince harry says shit if y'all not gonna do it i got it And that's what the fuck a husband does. That's a fucking husband. At some point, at some point, you have to put your family first. And this is his family. This is his focus. What the, who can be mad at that? I'm sorry, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Like, hell no. Y'all have done nothing but drag this woman the moment that she became family. She wasn't destitute. She didn't like, she didn't pry pry on him. He came to her set. (laughs) He sucked her out. She wasn't begging, borrowing, none of that shit. Y'all have talked about Megan's mama. Her daddy has been a messy Betty. Her whole, you know what I'm saying? I don't don't get it and I don't understand, but I do respect this fucking decision. That's some boss ass shit. That's some boss ass shit. So yeah, shout out to the royal, shout out to the Duke, well, ex-Duke and Duchess, Megan and Harry. Never mind. I just I had a I had a thought of somehow how we can make Megan Marco meet Megan the Stallion, and I just I got Megan the Stallion. Megan the Royal, D Royal. <laughs> Megan D Royal Stallion. <laughs> Continue. I'm actually fucking here for that shit. Um, so. What? Which, you want to talk about Julia Huff's comments regarding Lizzo or Boosie? Let's start with Boosie. <laughs> okay. Let's start with Boosie. We've talked about Lizzo a lot in this last couple of episodes. Let's start oh, okay. Well, then a quick fuck you to Julian Huff. You should have sat there and managed your fucking So, business. yeah, Julian Huff, like, basically, like, said, like, why are we praising Lizzo? Because, like, what, we're not going to praise her when she gets diabetes. A. Hey. Skinny people get diabetes, too, nigga. Hello. B. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you're living a healthy lifestyle. C. C. After all, but listen, I am not the Lizzo biggest... Lizzo did not ask you. Lizzo did not ask you. And here's the thing, right? And I got into this debate about my mom, with my mom. Lizzo, have you, have you ever seen a Lizzo performance? No, you probably haven't. I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> Come on now. I'm so sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> you think I want to sign up to see Truth Hurts Live? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm being great today. Gotta be great. <laughs> listen, I'll pull up the 45-ish in everything right now. <laughs> Me, the crowd, her. <laughs> Everybody got to go. So, no. Lizzo has b- gives high energy performances for about an hour long every show. You're not doing that without living without some cardiovascular cardio workout plan. Not everybody is meant to be a size fucking two. 
Not everybody who gets on stage and touches that stage needs to be a stick fucking figure. And to be honest with you, Lizzo gives a fucking show. Okay, you're not selling out the U.S. Bank Arena on Jazz Fest weekend and giving a weak ass show. Your reputation would have ended all that shit. I guarantee I'm putting you like this. Summer Walker ain't selling out U.S. Bank Arena. Summer Walker might not, not sell out Wisconsin's. <laughs> <laughs> For being honest. <laughs> so literally. So you're not giving that kind of performance. You're not get, being put on that type of stage without giving a performance. Anybody who has touched the stage in any capacity as a performer knows that shit takes work and it, it is takes some energy. I've been on stage in that capacity. Well, not like that. But with the background that I do have on being on stage, absolutely, bro. You'd be winded. Our workouts was intensive cardio because you need that. You need it. So to say that just because Lizzo is big does not mean that she's out of shape is out of shape is some bullshit. And B, Julian, have nobody fucking asked you, bro. Lizzo did not come to say come to you and say, hey. Make me get my body together. You could have sat there and said, you could have literally sat there and said anything else. Or you could have even like, it's all about intention, right? You could have offered like, hey, Lizzo, if you ever, if you ever, if you don't need it, but if you ever, if you ever like, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like you want to get a good workout in, call me, sis, and left it right there. But by going in and talking about her medical health and, and it's not going to be funny until she gets diabetes, bitch, you don't know that. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I get tired. And what's crazy is that I get tired. All right. Lizzo's antics is her personality can be a lot. Lizzo can be annoying, right? Lizzo can both be a bird and also not deserve every every bit of slander that she gets. Thank you. And that's my point. Lizzo's personality can be a fucking lot. But she also didn't deserve to be attacked. She does not deserve that shit. We can slander Lizzo. And trust me, I will slander Lizzo when she does bird shit. When she is just sitting there minding, minding her, her business, business eat chi- eating her food, chilling, relaxing, doing whatever, I ain't gonna slander Lizzo. Now she come out say come out to the goddamn Staples Center for ass out again. I'm gonna I'm let her have it, but that's it. Also, Lizzo shaking her ass on camera didn't bother me. That does not bother. Excuse me, that didn't bother me. It's not at all. Y'all got to learn to consume what's for you and then leave the rest alone. We not gonna get into an argument because first of all, that outfit was tacky. She could have done better. First of all, she could have done better than a, a, a big okay, ass shirt with the ass cut out. I wasn't talking about that particular. Okay. Yes, she could have done better. She could have definitely done better. However, uh, I feel like her outfits cr- during performance. Your performance outfits is cool. What you decided to put on IG Live is no problem with me. Y'all do not give a fuck. And that's what I'm saying. We pick and choose who we want to be po- body positive about. Because if Megan would have showed up in her fucking wrestler mania shit at the Lakers game or Sixers game, whatever, we would have been like, oh, that's just Megan with her ass out again. Lizzo doesn't and is, oh my God, she's being so extra. And I get tired of the hypocrisy. The problem with that statement, and we'll keep and we'll push it through, is all the other people who are known for being naked don't be naked at the Lakers games. Rihanna, we know Rihanna hates clothes. She showed up to the Laker game with clothes. Lady Gaga will, will, will put on any fucking thing for an award show. She showed up to the Laker game in a somewhat normal outfit. We know Megan, for all intents and purposes, would prefer not to wear pants ever. She, she shows give us a two-piece outfit and ooh, honey, in, in whatever weather. She show up to certain shit with actual with, with, with clothes on. So that's why I'm like, that's the only thing I'm like, no. Like, everyone else who like to be naked know when not to be naked. I guess, friend. We're going to disagree on this topic. Anyway, let's move it on. Moving on up. Pussy uh, t- badass. Uh, big brother convicted killer um, with two Ks. <laughs> Versus. 
So Boosie decided that he wanted to be a Kappa, guys. <laughs> so Boosie was at the Atlanta Hawks game. And, and, and the problem with our, our weekly <laughs> recording schedule is sometimes shit be go happen right, right in smack damn like, damn. It literally happened as soon as we left the studio. And uh-huh. I knew we were going to talk about it. So Boosie decided he was going to go to the Atlanta Hawks game wearing a Kappa Alpha Psi t-shirt. It was, it was a crew neck. It was, fi- it was a low-key slick crew neck. It actually was fire. But like he just wanted something red and he just saw something. It was like, okay, fuck it. I'll put it on. I want to know who gave it to him. Oh, he, he said he bought it at the at the, at the the store or whatever the fuck. Uh, so you walked into semesters and decided to get you a Kappa or, Alpha or Psi t-shirt. He, he, was, he, was, he was walking in the Lennox. <laughs> he was walking in the Lennox before the game and saw, saw the Kappa shirt and, and, and just said, fuck it. So wait, the sales person didn't say still person probably some white one probably and because because at the end of the day i want you to remember this it was probably all a white woman's fault because even a white man would have been like that's got greek letters on uh, i don't know and then every every, every other black person would have been like nah fam. i'm not gonna sell this to you but so he shows up he shows up and even puts a hashtag kappa fresh on the instagram post <laughs> of him at the of him at the game with the capture so Mind you, this causes an entire uproar. I personally kiki because ain't no one do, at least he ain't do that with the alphas. So I'm like, first of all, but y'all had a whole what's his name? Oh my god. Anyways, we'll what continue. do you know? Somebody from your fr- no. Listen, I think that the Greek shenanigans is so funny, right? And of course, I'm hating from outside the club. Can't get in. But well, not that I can't get in. I'm just not in. Anyway, um, I find it so fucking funny. Because every org has they shit. AKAs were selling ass. <laughs> the alphas embarrass themselves on national TV often. Listen. Y'all was teaching white man strolls. <laughs> I don't... But he, you, he, ain't put on, he ain't put on the shit, though. You feel me? Delta's... Literally, there's a sis, a Delta, who's on air for her Founders Day yesterday. And, like, threw up her, her pyramid, threw up her diamond... And like her white, the white anchors kept throwing up diamonds. I know it was weak. And she kept it like, nah, don't do that. She was like, hey, fuck you. Right. She kept the, like, I, hey, they were disrespectful because she told you not to do it. And, and that's a, and that's. But a also, point. you taught them how to do it. I don't, and I, but here's the thing: I don't think she not, like. I don't see the whole clip, but she. But it's like that's the thing. She threw up her diamond. They tried to throw up her diamond. She was just like, "No, don't do that." But at the same time, I'm not going to teach somebody to do something I don't want them to do. But but I guess the difference is teaching something, teaching a sign, and throwing up a sign. That's two different things. I'm, I'm not going to grab your hands and show you the proper way to do it. But you also can't tell me I can't represent my shit because now if I represent my shit, you want to represent my shit too. That's not how this works. So people. And I hear you, but to people who don't understand the sacred, like, okay, I see it all the time, right? There has to be at some point the sacredy. At what point are you protecting the sacredy, right? You know these people don't know what the fuck you doing. You know these people. You had to explain the. You had to explain your line jacket. You had to explain your like. You had to explain why this exists in the first place, right? So that you go up there and you throwing up hand signs to them. They just some fucking hand signs. Jay Z does the same thing, right? The cap off a sign is the same the sign as the white supremacy sign, right? These niggas don't know the fucking difference. So you went on national TV. You showed them this fucking sign. They're not comprehending that this is sacred. You cannot do this. Like, my black ass would never go on air. But, but here, Wait a minute. Let me finish. I would never go on national television and show somebody the, something sacred to me like that without them understanding that this is for, I'm, I'm, this is for me, for my consumption, right? This is for me, by me, something that I pledge and work for. Right. I'm showing this because I have the right to do it. You don't. They're not understanding that concept. 
And not saying that sis was wrong, but at the same time, she did ask them to stop. They disrespected her by not stopping. But I don't think me personally, that would have been something that I would have shown them. So we talked. So you talked about you talked about sanctity, and so here's here's where we break this down. The sign itself isn't a it's it's a representative, but it's not secretive. Like there are certain things that are secretive, like as in like you not gonna notice shit until you go through and become a member of this organization. We, you, everyone knows what the signs are before, you know, cause you see them. So that's why it's not, it's not, so it's not secretive in that manner. However, people, again, they respect what they know and they don't respect what they don't know. Right. So it's like, I should, now I have to move and like, and tone down the pride I have for my organization in order to make sure that someone just does it you know what I'm saying? Like, try to join in that pride, and it's like well, I got to no. police myself. I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't like, say tone down. I would not. You say said tone you down. said you should. She shouldn't have thrown it up. No, I'm saying maybe thrown. Okay, again, you haven't seen the clip, but she threw it up multiple times. So then it was like she threw it up, and she was just like, "Oh, you don't do that," and then threw it up again, and then they threw up their diamonds again. So it was like, okay. It got lost in translation. Like, is this appropriate or not? And then I don't think she necessarily, or again, it was a quick clip. So I don't know if she explained why they couldn't do it. Again, I feel like there was, not that sis was wrong. You have an absolute right to be proud of what, be proud of whatever organization you're proud of and show that pride in whatever it looks like to you. But on their end, the anchors end, they were dead ass wrong because she asked you not to do that. But if I, but again, my personal belief is I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not going to show you how to do something or or represent something that I wouldn't necessarily be okay if you did. That makes sense. And so, not in that particular setting. And so, tighten it back to the to the boozy situation. So after he posted, you know, and then like, and then you know, came in the comments like, "Hey, bro, like take that off." Like, that's not you know what I'm saying. And so there are some people who are just like, "Hey, take that off." There's other people who 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 are who are doing it for clout, talking about they were going to threaten boozy. Now, 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 as now, <laughs> y'all go threaten Boosie. Now, as now, as someone who is a member of a Greek organization, you gotta understand a couple things. A, Boosie bad, little Boosie badass, aka Torrance Hatch, has beaten diabetes, cancer, murder and a charge. murder charge. All his baby mamas and all his demons has beaten. All, he's beaten everything except his eyes looking like they constantly glazed over with fantasy. He's beating everything besides that, and pasta. Never mind. I ain't gonna even say it because I don't want Boozy to come after me. But uh, listen, he, shout out to Santana because he said y'all threaten Boozy, he gonna really turn them shirts red. And so y'all need to relax. Bro. And so yeah, like you, you act, you running up like you gonna check Boozy in public. It's funny. It's hilarious. And, and actually, the Greek community all kind of collectively laughed at people who acted. Who was like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fuck up Boozy I'm over. So sorry, there's only one capa that I know that intimidates me. One and so, ma'am. <laughs> one, ma'am. Shut up. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you get that off right now. Oh shut no, up. there's one capital that intimidates sh- sh- me, ma'am. Anyways, he knows exactly who ma'am. he is. <laughs> Anyways, any fucking ways. So then you have that, but then, and and Boosie's like little brothers are actual capital. So they had a whole conversation on like understanding why not to do it. Lucy really didn't get it. Be kind of like, okay, I can't throw it up, but can y'all teach me to dance type shit? Can y'all teach me to shimmy? Now, here's my PSA. We, there's a couple things. A, no, you're not going to run up on Boozy for wearing any Greek or related organization because Boozy will kill you. He will kill you. However. He has beat this charge before. However, for all you 
non-affiliated civilians who want to take this opportunity and act disrespectful on your own accord, you are not boozy. You are not boozy. You, you can and probably will get touched. Secondly, and a lot of, a lot of people have used this kind of situation to kind of let some shots off about Greek life in general, to let some shots off about, like, whatever organization, this, that, and the third. And I think that's also corny. Because yeah. it's like, hey, there's, a, there's this man on Twitter who, who uh, wrote a whole diss song to the Kappas with, in, in, on the beat of Hit Him Up. Okay, I'm not going to hold you. That was corny. No, no. But the, the dude, no, the dude was a whole, like, non-affiliate member because apparently GDI is disrespectful. I don't want to be disrespectful in this conversation. GDI is disrespectful? I, some people say it is. How is GDI disrespectful? I don't, okay, if it's not, so the man, the whole GDI wrote a diss song about the campus because I guess he's mad at them, like, you know, they're strolling during parties or whatever. I'm like, fam, you go to a college campus. like. But also, this um, nigga was at the interest meetings and then didn't get picked up. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine that's that two point two GPA talking, my guy. <laughs> but but so it's like, yeah, is Greek life perfect? No, no one who's in it would tell you. But it's you perfect. don't go to a Greek party and then get upset because niggas are strolling. It'd be one thing, and and then also you're you're again we we use the loud minority of people, loud people to kind of make generalizations about the entirety of it. There's, I know plenty of Greek friends who are old, graduated undergrad, got their masters, who are in corporate America, who don't stroll, who don't, who who get mad at the young. Uh, you wouldn't know that they were Greek until they told you. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Or like, the, and so, yeah, you got the one or two people who may still stroll in the, in the functions or whatever, but the the large majority, A, don't do that. B, also look, look sideways at the people who do continue to do that. And C, do more work in their communities than a lot of you niggas. But because you either didn't get accepted when you when you decided to do it in undergrad because you don't understand the actual point of it or because some some beef for some man or woman because a lot of beef start between somebody took somebody's girl somebody mm-hmm. took somebody's nigga and made you have that hate in your heart let that hate go let, let, listen, let, let that I, hate I promise go. you peace looks so much better and so it was just like a lot of a lot of niggas took this boozy shit as like a way to kind of throw their own shots and disrespect <laughs> and now, just know I see it nigga I see it I eyeball perp peeps. And, and, and just know you are not boozy <laughs> boozy can walk around in Louisiana in the south and be perfectly okay cause everybody know that nigga kill niggas for real for real you on the other hand okay like I said, there's one kappa that intimidates me. One. And when he tell me to shut up, I'll be listening. When he leave. I'll, I'll be talking again. <laughs> what we got next? Oh, my favorite. A love story made in toxic heaven. You've got Lori Harvey has stopped hiding her the world from her man. Hiding her man from the world. And she, for her 23rd birthday, decided to officially pop out with Future in Jamaica. And she bought all the bad bitches with her. So, oh no, it was bad bitches link up. <laughs> it was the bad bitches link up for Lori Harvey's birthday in Jamaica. And honey, to be honest with you, how can I be down? Well, first you gotta get a BBL. Oh, we can get that out the way. I priced that out. <laughs> I definitely priced out my BBL. Don't you don't you dare put your BBL in layaway. I swear to God, I'll fight you. <laughs> no, we already priced that out. I literally uh, just bring bring some bring some friends with you. Maybe maybe you get a two for one special or three for two. Oh, for me, my bad bitches? Yeah. Oh, you already know who I'm bringing. So me, Jade, and Shawnee, we ain't coming back. <laughs> All right. Um, At least me and Jade, cause Shawnee, she liable to tuck. <laughs> that bitch will find some weed and be tucked. 
Anyways, but yeah, so also, so a couple things, a couple comments about this whole Lori Harvey future toxic Super Bowl. Hey, just know, these are all jokes, right? Like, everyone's, like, taking these jokes serious, and I'm like... Well, first of all, Lori Harvey doesn't talk. She doesn't literally... I don't know what Lori Harvey even, sounds like. I don't even know what Lori Harvey's voice sounds like, let alone for me to make assumptions about her. All I, what we know about Lori Harvey is that she is the daughter of Marjorie Harvey. She's the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey. And she took that nigga's last name, even though her actual father is active in her life. Because his last name is more popping, let's be honest. Lori Harvey is a lot more recognizable than whatever the fuck that was. Lori Jones. Okay, Lori Smith. Who cares? But I think that, too, the only thing you know about Lori Harvey is that she is young and she is dating dating the fuck out of these niggas. And they are drooling. They are acting like little fucking whores over this beautiful girl. And I say, do it. You ain't got no kids out here, sis. You ain't got no, like, her brand is that. Fuck it. She and, and she, Lori Harvey has become this person off of not saying a fucking word. Because Being with these men, disposing of these men, when literally as soon as these niggas could sneeze wrong. And, like, sneeze not cover their mouth in front of this bitch and she's gone. Now. I all, love it. All of that is great. Lori Harvey is like the toxic rookie of the year. She's been doing this for like a year and a half. I love it. Now, however, the rookie of the year is going against a nigga with a couple rings. <laughs> like, this is like, this is like young, young up and coming versus established veteran type shit. I'm going to be real with you. What's up? The way Lori had future posted, that nigga might actually be in love. <laughs> But that nigga might actually care. Here's 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 how I know a lot of women or a lot of people, excuse me, don't really know what toxic looks like. They just it's no. a buzzword. But see, here's the thing. Do you think that Future would keep these kind of women around if he treated them, dogged them like treated them like trash while he was actually no. with them? No. That nigga's probably a fucking sweetheart. He gets the reputation that he does because of the way, like, the aftermath. The end, how it ends. How it ends, right? But during that shit, he's probably... I have this this idea that Future is probably the best boyfriend in the world. Listen, he cashes out. You know he cashes out. He's a trick-ass nigga. He he literally raps about... You know who also is a trick-ass nigga? Like, the more I listen to his music, Partisan Fontaine. He is a tricking-ass nigga. (laughs) I'm in love. He, he definitely offered to pay for the uh, pay for pay for the pay for the body. Uh, actually, Lil Baby's also a trick ass nigga. I love it. Lil Baby's definitely rap like like I'll so pay for the, the, I'll pay for the I'll pay for the breast implants. I pay for everything. So, Wale's a tricking ass nigga. He just does it with poeticness. He just he's just a poetic trick. But I'm telling you, the these niggas are when I tell you that these niggas only brag about being cheap on Twitter, they are tricking off. They're tricking off. Because, and so here's where the toxicity comes in, right? They know that if, I, if I'm in your face, I'm treating you good, I'm spending money on you, you're going to get blinded to everything else I'm doing. Yeah. And so, and so that's where, and that's the hook. That's the hook. And so, like, Future's been doing this for a while. Future's been doing this for a while. Listen, Future was so in love with Sierra, he wrote her, he wrote his, her, her like, second biggest hit. Yeah. Had a love <laughs> and still getting paid off that bitch. Goddamn. Um, the royalty sometimes is bigger than the payoff. All right. So we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. You're, right, you're, you're, so, yeah, Future's been doing this for a while. Future, and the key is like, okay, how long does it last? Does it, if it lasts like a year, does it last six months? Are they, are they both single by spring? <laughs> like, that's the first variable. Second variable is how, how does it end? 
Does it end? It doesn't end with rumors that Future is cheated on Lori Harvey. Does it end with rumors that Lori Harvey is cheated on Future? Does it end with a baby? Does it end with Hendrix too? All of these things are in play here. I low key hope Lori Harvey does not give that man a baby. And and, sis, this, and this and this is a preemptively like it's just this is a low key sis, fucked up comment. Do right? not give that man a baby. This is a low key fucked up comment, right? But this whole we're discussing two people's relationships, so we've already reached fucked upness. Oh, absolutely, because this is none of my business. None of our business at all. Nah, if 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 we're talking wins and losses, right? If we consider a relationship wins and losses, no, nah, if Future gets her pregnant, he won. If he proposes and Lori says no, she won. She won. Yeah. Are we gonna get Hendrix too out the? Listen, listen, we're gonna get monster two, throwaway two, all of that. So so if we're talking about wins and losses, like if future I could actually do a fifty-six nights future too. <laughs> like if we're talking wins and losses, the future because Lori Harvey is getting moved and disposed of all of these niggas. You and know? she has got every relationship Lori Harvey left, she's leveled up every single last time. You know what I'm time. saying? Moved and kind of eh, minus Diddy. I don't know what she was doing over there. That that was Diddy, that was a rebound after Diddy had lost. Like Diddy had gone through a rough year, and he and she was kind of just there. Maybe they were just friends because I didn't I didn't see them being real. I think Diddy just wanted company. Yeah, because he was geek. Diddy had a rough. He had a rough last year, and so I think he just wanted company. Um, but like so, but she moved for all of this. She she somehow evaded Meek Mill after Meek Mill said he was on. She was on the wish because list. he mentioned her name. Like a cornball. And to be honest with you, I would have evaded your ass too. I'd have swerved on that ass. Don't ever mention my fucking name. What's that, crazy? That bar was hot though. I mean. But so if she has done all of this and then like future of a nigga that we know is the toxic king is the one that like quote unquote gets her pregnant. Yeah, like if if we're talking wins and losses, that's that would be a win. Because now if, now if Lori and now if Lori if he proposes and Lori says no, yeah, she won. Um, if she cheats on Future in the Toxicity Olympics, she won. If Future cheats on Lori, he won. It's like, we're all, this is all toxic. And if, and if they end up in a happy, they might end up actually happy and just like good for a while. I will be so annoyed. Because actually, remember how you would put like negative times negative and equal positive in like middle school and like in <laughs> elementary school? <laughs> this is childish, Calvin. But, but like, okay. but like toxic plus toxic. And we don't even know if like Lori's really toxic, but but toxic plus like kind of toxic. And that's what I'm also wondering. Why are we calling Lori toxic for being young 20 and dating niggas? The same reason why I didn't understand why we called Ari toxic because she is dating niggas. Oh, uh, uh, no. We call Ari toxic because she every time she opens her mouth, it's some bullshit. Oh, she's, it's, she's a bird. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's the difference. But no, I've seen people attack Ari for her dating life. Like I've seen Ari get attacked because she's refusing to like wife these niggas. No, I don't personally attack Ari because Ari looks like she will get you shot. So I tend to leave a woman who will get you shot alone or keep him on my side. So, but no, like we attack Ari because every time Ari talks to you, the whole ass bird. And it's like, and she lets us know that she's toxic every time. So the phrase is, it's better to keep your mouth closed and let people think you're a fool rather than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Fair enough. Lori Harvey keeps her mouth closed. So we just assume that she's, you know, toxic woman, like man eater type of nigga. But we don't know because she don't talk. Ari, we thought that. Then she opened her mouth and was like, yep, you are. Like all of the back and forth arguments with she Herbo and, every, and everything that she, you know, the back and forth with uh, the, the boxer Gervonta and, mm-hmm. and just all of that kind of was like, nah, yeah, you like, you yeah, real life. <laughs> I would have, yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, mm, I don't know. I'm happy. Listen, I'm Rudy. I'm team Lori all the way. Um, you know, you know Date what these, team I'm on. Oh my God. You know what team I'm on. Date these niggas and move on, sis. 
Listen, I'm listen. You know what time I'm on Team Future. Listen, if he if he uses Lori Harvey as a springboard to bring us Hendrix too, <laughs> that is terrible, Calvin. Listen, this whole this whole conversation is actually awful because we're talking about two people who don't know us. And from I the don't care. Like that's the crazy part. Anyway, you ready to move on to these hot takes? Yeah, let's get it popping. Um, actually, I'm sorry. Shout out to Ak- Akon. Akon has a whole city in Africa. That yep. nigga's a black panther for real. He literally was like, I've got the vibranium. I'm a, I got a whole... I've got a whole city. Whole city. This rap shit y'all can have. This R&B shit. What is that? I see who, who you winding a, and Who grinding. needs a hook when I, can buy, when I can buy a city? So, and he went back home. So, shout out to Akon. Akon's actually responsible for Lady Gaga, actually. For those who didn't know. Huh. Oh, he, 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 he discovered Lady Gaga. Oh, he gonna get a check for life. Because Lady Gaga is eating. My fellow Aries sister. But... That makes so much sense. So I much. think, actually, I think me and Lady Gaga share a birthday. I think she's April 3rd, baby, too. I share a birthday with Basquiat, so shout out to Basquiat. So creatives. This <laughs> makes sense. Anyway, you ready to get into these hot takes, friend? Yeah, let's get the popper. So I got asked this question, so I wanted to ask you. Oh, God. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever people start asking you questions, I get nervous. <laughs> Same, because I'm like, what's your angle here, right? So I got asked this question, and it was, what's the worst part of dating you? Oh, shit. I'm like, excuse me? I'm fucking great, bitch. <laughs> then I realized that's probably... That's probably one of the worst parts. <laughs> probably it. It's probably it. Right there. <laughs> so, no, friend, what is the worst part of dating you? Um, you can't be insecure and date me. Yeah. Say, you can't be insecure and date Your me. Your friend group is full of bad bitches. I, I, I have a preference for, for non-insecure women. I, you gonna get these jokes off? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna roast you. Out of love, but it's honestly, like, shit talk is my love language. If you can't keep up with so that, so it's like, so like the one thing immediately, like you can't be insecure, you can't expect me to hold your hand and like coddle you. If that's what you're looking for in a relationship, don't come my way. Right? Don't like if you want me to like bend your every beck and call, be your little Aaron. Nah, nah, because nah. like if the fucked up thing is, is like if that's what you want, I've had better women who wanted that, and I told them no. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to subjugate myself in any relationship. You're not going to be a pick him. Nah, nigga, fuck that. Because <laughs> I'm not. Because if I'm if I turn to a a, a picky, a picky, I'm not gonna be able to look at myself in the mirror and respect <laughs> myself. You feel me? You know what? What's crazy is that when I like a man, I become a pick me. It's like, really, oh, listen, oh it, my listen, God. you get me liking you for real. I turn it, I turn it, into a trick ass nigga. What's it up? leaps out. Like yeah. when I really like a man. Pick me, Alex, leaps. Listen. Like, hey, nah, girl, my man said, I cannot wait till my man said you bitches to death. I cannot wait. Hey, but listen, it's it's going to be lovely when 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 I just start dapping niggas out the function. Like, yes, I'm about to go. I'm like, shorty, shorty on the way. I'm, 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 I'm going to fuck with y'all niggas. Like, it's going to be lovely when I dap you niggas up all summer and be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I cannot wait to be at the day party drunk and realize that my man is also at the day party drunk and we just, like, make eye contact and head out. I'm not even going to speak. I barely leave you. I barely. You barely speak when you leave the functions now. <laughs> Talk about dapping us up. Boy, fuck you. You don't do that. But I cannot wait to make eye contact with my nigga and be like, all right. I can't wait to out. text y'all. All right, I'm home, y'all. I made it. When did this nigga leave? <laughs> don't matter. I'm just know I'm safe. But no, my, my quote unquote toxic trait, the worst part, you can't be insecure around me. Because like, if you're insecure, you're not going to fuck with me because I'm going to get these jokes off. You're going to see me around a bunch of beautiful women. And you're going to see me, and I'm going to go out because, like, that's kind of how I make sure I don't go insane. 
So if if you want a stay at home ass nigga who don't hang around nobody, I'm not for you. Right. I think the most difficult part about dating me is I am very, I'm very busy. I'm very very busy. And quality that too. That and too. quality time is not my first love language. So literally, like the amount of time that you'll get with me, it'll be great, but it's not gonna be a lot of it. Until I want, I have to want you. Mm-hmm. I have to literally be like, damn, I, I miss you. I have to find myself like. And then I and then I got to like bring myself to actually tell you I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> so then I have to get past my ego. Right. The moment that I know that I like you is that my ego and you stop coexisting. I start choosing you over my ego. And I haven't gotten there yet, which is the reason why like a lot of my situations be so, so great. And then it's time to choose. And it's always ego. Because, again, I mean, I'm and I'm not busy, cop-out busy. I'm not. No, I'm not cop-out busy. I'm literally, like, my life is very demanding. Because, right I, I mean, shit, this entire summer and even kind of, like, going throughout until December when things kind of, like, opened up a little bit, like, people would ask me my schedule. Like, when can I see you again? I'm literally like, eh, here's two dates. Are you available either of those dates? If not, okay, we'll try again next Listen, time. Listen, I have a man who literally is like, okay, at the beginning of I have a guy that I was dating, and at the beginning of every month, he said, okay, what is your availability? Because my weekends, I am, at this point in my life, I am booked until May. I have something going on through May at this point. And then August, I always leave open for kiddo's birthday. And then December, I, uh, May until August, little open. And then from September through December, I'm booked again. Like, I have something going on. This, my 2020 at this point is planned. So catching me during quote unquote free time literally means that there's something I'm putting off in order to see or be around you. Or it's one of those, it's, it's not going to be traditional. Like one of the things, me me and Beloved rarely kick it on the weekends. Yeah. Like it'll be a weekday. It'll be like, it'll be a Monday. It'll be a Wednesday. It'll be a whatever. Like, hey, I'm free today. And then we'll link up because on the weekends, like not. Nah. It's, it's slow on Tuesdays it's slow most Thursdays slow, slow. like and, and it's one of those things where it's like if you're that type of person that like needs to be around me often number one I'm not I don't you. I don't like anybody in my space too often everybody has a shelf life everybody can get the fuck up everybody can go home everybody and, and I'm the type of nigga I will go home <laughs> I'm there's, okay listen there's been times and people think that like it's really funny that people thought we were dating for a while I'm like no nigga, there's times like I don't want to see Alex there are times where me and Calvin don't even like each other like this little like we'll, we'll have like a like a, a like a streak of like five six seven days where we just run into each other because our friend groups we have to be around each other and then I'm like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll see you next time we record alright bet bet it was a mutual understanding it's not malice I don't hate this nigga it's just bro like I have a feeling after this weekend because we have this Saturday we're gonna see each other Saturday through Tuesday and then we're not going to see each other until it's time to record again because we're going to need some space. Me and Calvin understand that about each other. Like, we're very good about that. But, and I translate that into all my relationships. So the guy that I was talking to, he was just like, damn, I like being underneath my woman. And I'm like, I like being, I like being, I like having a man up underneath me. It just can't be all the time. And I have to sometimes mentally prepare myself to be 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 up up underneath somebody. So like, shorty I'm dating lives out of town. Perfect. Well, one of the shorty. I'm dating. Lives out of town. He had to, had to make sure that was clear. Yeah, because people think I... People ask me about boyfriends that I didn't know I had. And I'm like, I... Oh, oh it, <laughs> that used to be my life. I was like, damn, I'm dating her shit. I, I wish I knew that. 
I didn't realize we were dating. Damn, I could. Or let me hit her up. My me... favorite fucking thing in this world is niggas will fall off the mat with me. Like I mean, like don't communicate, don't talk. Alibaba need niggas. Yeah, and then pop back up and be surprised as if like I'm supposed to like, bro. This you mean to tell me it's not like a video game I can pause, I can leave, and then I'll come back and it's right there. I don't have a problem with niggas ghosting me. I don't. That's never been my Just issue. Don't try to ghost them and come back. No, you can come back. You can't come back empty-handed or on the same shit that she was on before you left. I don't believe in cyclical anything. You cannot repeat cycles with me. You can't do that. You can't leave my life and then come back empty-handed. And it's not talking about financially or anything like that. What are you bringing back to me? What am I supposed to be accepting back? A lot what, of these people sh- only bring them back SC, STIs and, and fucking and terrible pH balances. That's it. <laughs> All you're bringing back to me is fucking roundabout. And, ba- and bad energy. And roundabout co- and, dick and confusion. And, and I started to realize, <laughs> you know? Right, take that back with you. I don't care what you do with your dick. I don't care what you do with your vagina. Whatever you choose to do with your, with your parts that when I'm not around, it's not my business until it is my business. But then when I inquire about where the whereabouts of this here business have been, be honest with me. That's it. Or we can go get this paperwork together. Which is also lit. As a matter of fact, that time of year, guys, <laughs> go get tested. If you haven't already, go get tested. Man, I was trying to set up a doctor's appointment for Friday. These motherfuckers have been nerfed to be not in on Friday. Because t- I'm like, mother. Or, you know what? I think it would be great, right? Because we talk about eliminating a lot of stigmas. Anybody that's like, bro, I want to go get tested. I'm just scared. Let me know. And we'll go get tested together. I go get tested often just because of my own like health issues. It's yeah, I I go get I go get it at quarterly. Whether I'm sexually active or not, just because it's like it's a peace of mind thing for me. Yeah, go get tested. It's not and whatever it is. Okay, we think we talk about rates a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk about a lot of it is jarring because of the way STIs affect the black community, right? Think about it statistically. And then you realize that, okay, a lot of the STDs that are being passed around are curable. Not saying you need to be out here trying to catch one. But you don't know what you don't know until, until you, you know, know it. And also, you don't. And so, a lot of these curable STDs, the earlier that you catch them, the more curable they are. Yes. So, and a lot of times, you take a pill, seven days. It's a shot in the ass. It's literally just take your fucking medicine. And that's it. That's all. Take your fucking meds. Take your medicine and be more careful. (laughs) And disclose to your sexual partner that you've got an STD, that they also need to go get tested. And if they start wiling out, oh, you burnt me, it's immature. It's immature. The only reason they should wild out is if y'all supposed to be monogamous. Yeah. Then. <laughs> then they go wild out. But if you're having sex and the situation is super casual and you both are fucking other people, that's the kind of chance that you take. You, you're taking chances. So go get fucking tested. It's okay. You come back with something nine times out of ten. I, actually, honestly, it's like 9.9 times, 9.5 times out of ten. It's something that can be cured. Take your fucking medicine. Be more careful. It's really, really not this. I hate when people, okay. I'm not sitting here trying to say STDs are okay. That's not what I'm saying. But what do you do when you actually have one? Stop. If we were eliminate the shame behind it. We could, we could actually focus on We can on actually health. focus on the health part of it. So I'm not going to sit here and shame anybody for their STD status. There's nothing I can do about that now, right? What I can do about it is say, all right, what, can, what are you doing to create a healthier lifestyle? That's it. Take your medication. Go get tested regularly. 
disclose your status with your partner. Use protection. I know we troll about condoms a lot here, but if you're having if you're having casual sex, you're in a casual sexual situation, use fucking condoms. If you haven't had that a conversation about whether or not if you're uncomfortable talking about your sexual status with this person, you, you shouldn't be having sex with them. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if you're uncomfortable having the conversation about, like, okay, when's the last time you got tested and they start getting weird about this conversation, that's not the person you need to be having sex with, sis. Because it's, it's a lack of immaturity. And if they're weird talking to you about it, imagine how weird they are about actually going. I'm just, I'm just saying. Safe sex is great sex. Better but, use a latex. Because you don't want that latex. That I think of latex. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have to send one of those this summer. I'm so glad you didn't have to send I'm one. so... Because my child... That Nigga, child's father... We would have all pulled up in that bitch with Burberry shirts on. Keep playing with us. Listen. We would have pulled up as a family of Burberry shirts. Actually, my baby shower would have been Burberry themed. And I was letting you have jokes the entire pregnancy. <sighs> you know. What's next? What we uh, uh, what's next on the docket? Um... So the other question, again, I love playing like the getting to know you game when it's not like, what's your favorite color, bitch? If you're observant, you'll know. Anyway. Um, I've learned so many favorite colors and, for, and forgot. <laughs> like, my I'm favorite trash. color is very easy. If you're paying attention, you know my favorite color. But the last question he asked me, because he asked me how I felt about commitment. Brother, so you got to settle that. So I get to a point in your life, you got to figure out what's important to you. On one hand, you got commitment. You and your woman together, live it, share it, love it, grow it. It's the most beautiful thing in the world, and you know that. <laughs> but before you can settle down, <laughs> you got to get over this other shit. That's right, because every man's got a choice to make. Every single man in here got a choice to make. And you know what the choice is. Commitment. A new pussy. <laughs> that is the question. Commitment. A new pussy. You know, commitment to give you a headache every now and then. New pussy always clears your mind. <laughs> but you got to think about life in the long term. Now, people tell you life is short. No, it's not. Life is long. Especially if you make the wrong decisions. And in the long term, if I'm sick, is new pussy going to take care of me? No. If I'm hungry, is new pussy going to feed me? New pussy can't cook. If I got a baby, is new pussy going to teach him how to read? New pussy that let her in. So I got to come back to commitment and turn this old pussy into new pussy. That's right. Yeah, I say, ooh. Word. That word. crazy. And it's like, well, why are you running from commitment? Like, if you like somebody and they're worth it, why won't you just, like, jump off the porch? Because, nigga, just because I like you doesn't mean I like you enough for, to allow you to hurt me. Right. And secondly... A lot of a reason why I was, I you know, the whole commitment thing and commitment phobia and all of this shit. It's like, A, I don't like you enough to not like other people too. Right. 
Like, shout out to my nigga Trey. My nigga Trey said this was like, look, in my dating experience, none of y'all are good enough to make me not want to chase other women. And people kind of let him have it for that, but no, it's real life. Like, look, we we say this all the time on the other side of it. Like, look, if a person's not good enough, does it meet your standards enough that you feel like I'm not like you're the only one for me? That's fine. As long as you keep it, as long as you keep it G, it's it's perfectly okay to like look, like you're not meeting everything for me to make me not want to figure out what's up, what else is out there. You can live with it, you can go, but that's the deal. So a lot of times. You know, we phrase that like I'm afraid of commitments. Like, look, no, I just don't like you enough to give up my solitude. I don't like you enough to 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 not and also, date other people. Why are we not pretending like that's not a gift? Somebody telling me that they don't like me enough is a okay with me, bro. We're not bound to this shit. It's an ego thing. My ego is upset that you feel this way. My ego is upset that I'm not the chosen one. It's an, it's, my, it's, it's entitlement. So it's entitlement because it's entitlement mixed with uh um. And o- like overinflated ego like right. how dare this person not want to be with me i'm me and then you're like okay cool you may be you may be all that in a bag of chips but somebody could be vegan right and so it's like you have to understand that like in in, in the time frame between where i was going through this summer past couple summers there's been women that i've wanted to like cuff like commit with what's the fuck with me and I'm like, okay, yeah, rub it on your chest a little bit. Move on. There's been women who wanted to put me in a relationship. I was like, nah, fam, I'm good. I let them know. They they, they chose to there even live. There have been go. men that, it was crazy. There have been men that, to this, like right now, that if I was like, you know. To this day. To this day, nigga. But if there were, there's a man in my life, and we're still friends. We're still great friends. That if I was com- ready for commitment at the time. We would definitely be together, for sure. I, I, like, I literally have so much respect and so there's, much love for there, this there was, a, there was a couple of women oh, that, that we had like, situations with. I know with. that I would hurt him. And what I want and what you want right now are just different. And I don't want to hurt you. And I it, don't want to do that. Yeah, and it's still, it's still a scary thought, right? It's a scary thought. Because there was women, I had a couple of situations where I was like, if we wanted commitment at the same time we'd have been together i look at a lot of people a lot of women that like damn like it didn't work out but it didn't work out for a reason because if it did if it did work out i wouldn't be where i'm at blah 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 blah, blah. and it's like it's also a fear thing because if you get to that point where you're like committed with somebody and the last thing you want to do is to be a cause of their hurt Right. Or and the last thing that you they you know what I'm saying? But also the second last thing is like you don't want them to hurt you. That's it's a fear. It's like literally it's like, look, I am giving you the power to break me and I'm trusting that you don't do that. Right. That's a lot. That's not something to be taken lightly. It's not something to be like, oh, we've been kicking it for four weeks. What's up? No, nigga, like I need to I need to know how you are when you're angry. I need to know how you are when you're happy. I need to know how I you- wanna know what your farts smell like after brunch. You know what I mean? Like, it's the little shit like that. Like, bro. Wanna, if you're they, an angry drunk, a sloppy drunk, a, 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 a horny drunk, I need to know all that before I, like, decide to, like. What are your vices? What are your religious beliefs? What's the relationship like between you and your parents? How many siblings do you have, bro? Like, do you go get pedicures? Are your feet going to shred my sheets? Do, like, do you manscape? A lot of shit I need to know. And, and, and then. What do you like people, when you're frustrated? And then those people. And for me. I'm not even gonna speak to other people. And for me, I would rather find that out before I make you a girlfriend of mine. I don't want to make you my girlfriend and then find out that we have certain things that we are completely incompatible for. 
Because right. then I'm like, well, fuck, if I just not did this, we could have figured this out and we could have saved everyone and some time and, and, and emotions. That's my big ass point, right? Because I really, I'm at the point in my life where you could literally just left me the fuck alone. We could have remained strangers. I didn't, you don't, I'm, it's never a requirement to like me. You don't, I, I, myself, I like to pride myself on self-esteem and you don't have to like me. You could literally just be like, bro, I'm good. And, and, and just be that, like move in peace. You can literally leave people alone and be peaceful about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't got to be a thing. Not everything's a thing. Um, but yeah, so it was just, I, I've had a very interesting conversation, couple conversations the past couple of days. So I just, you know, wanted your opinion, friend. Um, church announcements? You want to get, do you want to do, my, listen, they ran from the question of the day, so I can get into church announcements. We could leave. No, but I, there's a couple, there's a couple stories I got. We'll, we'll, I'll do mine. But since okay. they ran from you, they ain't run from me, friend. Oh yeah, they ran from me today. They ain't ran, they ain't run from me, friend. <laughs> um... Let me let me pull it up real quick. I, all of these are going to be anonymous because some of these I Go feel like your favorite ones. We ain't got to do no, all of these are going to be anonymous because some of these I feel like if 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 I if I told the name somebody would get jammed up and I and I'm not trying to do that. Okay, so one of them was one of the six girls I went with is I had six. Yeah, one of the one of the six girls I went with I had beef with. She used my car to go to the store. I left all of them in Florida. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so some someone gave me a whole story in like parts. So it's a whole story. Long story short, I went to DC. The Airbnb owners didn't tell us there's a unit in the basement. So not only were we there with people unbeknownst to us, they called the police on us. We found out about the people downstairs because they started slamming the side door, and we literally thought there was a ghost <laughs> slamming our shit. Once, so we run outside and we were greeted by three police cars. And um, what? Yeah. First uh, of all, I would have wanted my fucking money back. Absolutely. Um, another story is like the blunt fell in my wig in the club, <gasps> and everyone, including the stripper, was beating my head down trying to make sure it fire went out. Oh my god, that reminds me of when I was in Atlanta at the Gold Room. Whoop that trick! Whoop that! Trick. Oh my god, that reminds me of when I was in Atlanta at the Gold Room, and niggas were literally like standing on. The I knew that I was in a different place, <laughs> a very different place, when the bouncer encouraged us to stand on furniture. <laughs> Somebody passed me a blunt in the middle of the club. Atlanta is a, a different. It time. was different. Okay, it was different. Three more. Um, while vacationing in Costa Rica, I got arrested and went to jail. What? <laughs> Saying free my nigga to us backwards. You hear me? He's home now though. I think we'll be able okay. to post, post okay. this. Um, my ex asked me to marry him, and I said yes. X. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, and uh the last one was a flight attendant flew me to my flew me to Miami only for us to get both get food poisoning the entire weekend. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Okay, so the one that I got was wild. I guess Shorty got flew out and the guy mysteriously lost his wallet when she got there, so she paid for the weekend. She ain't, she better not gave him no pussy. Please tell me you didn't get that nigga no ass. <laughs> Because, sis, you would have went out real sad if you would have fucked him that weekend. Because, no. Or at least make sure that nigga cash app you every, for everything. like For everything, bro. No. Quick charts announcements. Oh, wait. I had one more. Um, he, I threw up all over Cabo San Lucas trying to, drink, keep, trying to go drink for drink with y'all uncle. Yeah. One of our friends was really, uh, really lit. 
Tour from, tour from the flow up. Tour from the flow up. You ready to get into these church announcements, friends? All right, cool. First one, um, cabin season is this weekend. Burr, 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 burr. Um, we it, are the official host of the second cabin. Official host of a second cabin. There will be a cabin season only live podcast sort of thing. Um, one of the mantras of cabin season is like, what happens here stays there. So, yeah, so that footage will probably get thrown in the vault. It, so, yeah. So we are also running the confessional. We're running a confessional. Um, we are also, you know, helping the good people, Aaron, Drew, Sunil, kind of come up with, you know, challenges and to things to keep, keep things interesting. Yes. I know my team going to win the weekend. You know what? Period. I'm actually scorekeeping this weekend. Period. Semicolon. So they, t- they had to, you know, sit the goat down. <laughs> Excuse me. You got carried, nigga. Anyway. Yeah, who the fuck got carried? <laughs> you did. I did not get carried. You did. Won. You got carried, nigga. Anyway, so our girl. You was KD on 79, 73 and 9 Warriors. You okay. had a part, but I'm you sorry, your was, team. Was... was that a sports reference? Yes. I'm so sorry. Is that a yeah, Orlando Blooms you're talking about? Fucking no. <laughs> you were you were Kelly on Destiny's Child. You were Kelly. First of all, Kelly is sing, okay? That exactly. is a tenor. Exactly. That is a tenor. Kelly can sing, but she not Beyonce. First of all, we don't compare two bad bitches. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so shout out to Ray Ball. Um, she is actually having an event tomorrow. It's called Check the Record and is actually an expungement clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, all types of offenses are welcome to consult with one of the lawyers about expungement. Um, basically, she's trying to get y'all records clean. And, and this is also a part of her Neighborhood Rose project. A lot. And so definitely with um, the advancement of marijuana, recreational marijuana in the state of Ohio, um, we know that a lot of people who look like us are still, still, still locked up, still not really allowed to partake in this growing business because of small, minor offenses related to marijuana and other drugs and right. possession. So if that applies to you um, or applies to someone that you know, please. Um, so This will, the event would have passed by the time you hear this, but reach out to Ray anyway and see if, like, okay. Yeah, it's posted on my page. Well, it's posted on my page. I'll post it again. Um, it, yeah, and honestly, just to, even if the, of course, the event is passed, but still reach out. You never know what kind of resource. This. She's a huge resource. Mm-hmm. So if even if you can't Listen, make the Ray event. Listen, Ray the plug. Ray is the plug. She the plug's plug. Right. So and even if Ray can't, you know what I'm saying, you can't make this event, I'm be honest with you, expunging your record from just drug charges alone, you actually, you can't apply for school with drug charges on your record. You, there's a lot of jobs you can't get. You can't get public housing. You can't get real employment. There's a lot just and, by having a drug charge on your record. Yeah. So it, marijuana expungement is huge for our community. So, you know what I mean, go support this event would have passed by the time of recording it. I still want us to make sure we shout it out and mentioned it. Um, also, last one is Orange Soda is coming to Cincinnati. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Orange Soda is coming to Cincinnati January 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, we have still the location. We have a location. I'm just not allowed to mention it yet. But January 20, January hey, 24th. Truth be told, nigga, they ain't even told me the location. That's how top secret this shit is. I know the location. Listen, oh, well, in fairness, I knew the I knew the date before, so it's like we we trade they trading off who giving what yeah. to what. Um, fine. So, long story short, this, this this the reason that we do all these dummy missions to Columbus in the first goddamn place. It's to support the homies. It's to support the homies, and the homies are coming down, fucking with us. Um, all of the complaints that, that you guys have about certain Cincinnati DJs and the and kind of the repetitive repetitiveness mm-hmm. and the um, predictability of some of the sets, you will not have here. You will not. Now I know a lot. The biggest complaint is all they play is '90s music. Okay, this is different. This is very different. I'll put it like this: that one song that you that you that you play by yourself that you will never hear in the function. 
You're going to hear in the function. You're going to hear it. Honestly, like, they get in there, duh. Be. And the fact that they're traveling to do this means that the lineup is going to be something fucking crazy. So I'll be real with y'all. Orange Soda is coming to Cincinnati January 24th. Don't hesitate when these tickets drop. We might be able to do maybe like a... A, a quick something. A, a quick... A, we don't know what that something going to be. But like, once that something's gone, niggas, don't it's ask gone. us for shit. My phone is going on Do Not Disturb. After I, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Orange Soda, my phone's on Do Not Disturb. My shit's going to airplane mode. I'm not fucking with you, nigga. I'm not going to be Anyone to I would need to talk to in the function. Already. They already know. They know what time it is. It's, it's, it's going to be a great time. There's nothing I'm going to be able to do for you. And we, and we don't put our stamp on shit unless it's legitimate. I'm geeked. And this, this is going to be I'm legitimately excited. Orange Soda, January 24th, coming to Cincinnati. Don't, don't run from me, friend. Oh, uh, we're going to be lit. <laughs> also, you got your ticket for Players Ball? Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cop that before uh I'm a cop that before probably cop it before Friday to be yeah. honest with you, but, but you know we uh, but the big homie the big the big wiggle the big wiggle you know what I'm saying turning Celebr- thirty Celebr- listen y'all hit me like invitation only y'all y'all hit me like we we looking for your outfit now, now today <laughs> today like, I was scared it was early in the morning too I was like wow. no was like, like <laughs> we were literally like I was on my phone like okay this is probably not probably not probably not but I know a bitch is gonna have a, a fur. I am going to copy. Y'all length. gotta find me the full length fur. Y'all gotta find it because I can't find it myself. We'll talk about budgets, friend, but we gonna get you a floor length. Also, I found this velvet robe that I want, so that might be incorporated. We'll see. Um, but again, all thanks to everyone who listens. Um, tell a friend, tell a friend. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do for us. Um, thank you everyone for supporting the shirts. There's some, you know, all of that. So, uh, signing off. It's your boy C Diddy. Kyrie Curving, signing up for Ali Nicole. Shouting out for Ali Nicole. I'm sorry, yo. You ever get a wild text and you try to figure out if you want to be like ignore the shit or if you want to respond with the same energy of wildness? Do you want to know peace or do you want to know mess? You should girl Ali Nicole signing out. Going nonstop, yeah. my spot, you caught a vibe, shooting shots, why not?